Welcome to Space News Brief. You can find us at Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube at Blue Helm Co. I am Chad Scarborough. Today in 1964, the world's first recovery of an orbital spacecraft with its crew aboard on land was made possible by a rocket package suspended above capsule in parachute lines, which ignited just prior to impact in order to cushion the landing. Today is Tuesday, October 13th, and these are your top space news headlines. Astroscale Holdings, Inc. raised $51 million in a Series E investment round, bringing total funding for the Tokyo-based orbital debris removal startup to $191 million. Astroscale plans to demonstrate its debris-removing technology through a self-funded mission to low-Earth orbit called the End-of-Life Service by Astroscale Demonstration ELSA-D. The Japan Aerospace Exploratory Agency, JAXA, also awarded Astroscale a contract to inspect a sent Japanese upper stage in a mission that could lead to a follow-up contract to capture the rocket stage and move it out of orbit. Astroscale Japan is focused on ELSA-D. Astroscale UK is leading the development of the In-Orbit Servicing Control Center, National Facility, the operations hub for the satellite servicing missions. Astroscale US and the new Astroscale subsidiary, Astroscale Israel, quote, are focused on satellite servicing research and developing a mission for life extension of geostationary satellites, unquote, according to a news release. SpaceX, Hughes Network Systems, and Viasat are eligible to compete for a share of the $20.4 billion in broadband subsidies the FCC plans to dole out under the Rural Digital Opportunity Fund, RDOF, starting later this month. The Federal Communications Commission on October 13th released a list of, quote, qualified bidders, unquote, for the RDOF funds, which will be awarded via reverse auction to telecom providers, bidding to bring subsidized voiced and broadband internet services to rural communities and other unserved parts of the United States. SNB is brought to you by Statistically speaking, about 49% of you might wear bras. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I even know what I'm talking about when it comes to them. However, our new sponsor, Hope's Chest, does. Since 2009, they've specialized in helping breast cancer survivors and those who've had reconstructive surgery, breast augmentation, and reductions. They also help those that are well-endowed, itty-bitty, athletes, moms-to-be, and those who have suffered from fibromyalgia. So if you have a problem trying to find the right fitting bra, head over to hopeschest.com for a unique bra fitting experience. They're going to help you find the perfect fitting bra for you. Once again, head over to hopeschest.com or give them a call at 714-797-9996. Law, Policy, and Events in Space. Seven countries have joined the United States in signing the Artemis Accord, a set of principles governing norms of behavior for those who want to participate in the Artemis Lunar Exploration Program. During a session of the International Aeronautical Congress October 13th, NASA announced that Australia, Canada, Japan, Luxembourg, Italy, the United Arab Emirates, and the United Kingdom had joined the United States as being the first to sign the Accords, which NASA announced in May. Representatives of all eight nations signed the documents in a virtual ceremony. The Accords, which are seven pages long, outline a series of principles that countries participating in the Artemis program are expected to adhere to, from interoperability and release of scientific data to the use of space resources and preserving space heritage. Many of the principles stem directly from the Outer Space Treaty and related treaties. 
Jim Bridenstine will announce at a virtual fall Lunar Surface Innovation Consortium meeting new space technology public-private partnerships. Quote, Bridenstine will discuss NASA's Artemis program and announce the agency's latest tipping point selection and their potential impact on sustainable lunar exploration. Unquote. Explained NASA in a statement. Quote, NASA released the opportunity in January 2020 seeking U.S. industry-developed space technologies to foster the development of commercial space capabilities and benefit future missions, unquote. The consortium is being held tomorrow, and the link is in the show notes. Leading Turkish defense company Rocketstan is to significantly boost capabilities and investments in the country's national space program, aiming to carry out large-scale projects and launch a new rocket into orbit in the upcoming period. Quote, in the following stages, very serious investments will be made to fulfill high-level goals, unquote, within the scope of the roadmap kicked off under the coordination of SSB and the presidency. October 14th, a Russian Soyuz rocket will launch the crewed Soyuz MS-17 spacecraft to the International Space Station with members of the Expedition 65 crew. In the fun section, I have linked to a website called The Space Report Online. They provide interactive, up-to-date data sets and analysis of the space economy's workforce and infrastructure of the world. So, head over there, nerd out. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Tomorrow is hump day. Let's make it a good day, a positive day, a day of uh, awesomeness and and recognizing how wonderful life is. Okay, so uh, subscribe, rate, and review. You know the drill. You know the drill. Tell someone about it. All right, I'm Chad Scarborough. Drink your water. I will talk to you tomorrow. SNB is a space news aggregate that takes all the top space news headlines on the internet and presents them in a less than 10 minute podcast. In order to have complete transparency, every story talked about on this podcast is listed in the show notes. We do not take credit for writing any of these stories.